let's do it. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Anna Chats podcast. I am here today with the big V, <laughs> the lovely Victoria, um, trainer Anna's head coach. Uh, and we are going to be talking about today our fitness mistakes. So fitness, you know, any sort of mistakes that we've made during our journeys, which, you know, I think mine's been about five to six years. How long has yours been, Victoria? A bit longer. Um long time I'd say I probably started training when I I would say when I was about 16 to be honest because I wanted to go to dance school and everything suddenly I was very very bodily aware yeah Um, so so I that was probably when I started my proper fitness journey in the gym I'd say so a long time yeah yours, yours is actually a lot longer than mine isn't it because of your history in dancing so maybe just tell people about your you know your history back in dancing so that they get where you've been yeah absolutely so I uh, went to dance school when I, I've been dancing since I was about two so I've always been active it's always been a big part of my life but I started taking it really really seriously when I was about 12 um and then I was like right that was when I made the choice I was like, I want to go to dance school that is what I want to do with my life um so I probably I went to do a BTEC in dance um, and that was when I started going to the gym as well started really kind of trying to push myself I was a cardio queen so I thought that was what I needed to do <laughs> um, so I'd absolutely blast it on the treadmill in the gym night and day um, went and did a BTEC in dance uh, when I was 16 to 18 and then when I went and studied at a professional dance school in mm-hmm. London until I was 21 and then performed for a few years and then, yeah, here I am now. <laughs> she is now. P- PTV. PTV. Yeah. So, yeah, because yours has definitely been longer than mine. Mine, God, how old was I? I think I was about 22 already. So, yeah, yeah, I wasn't, I, I was very sporty in that, um, like, you know, snowboarding, water skiing, um, anything really, a bit of tennis here and there, but I wouldn't say like actually training. You know, yeah. my first my first experience in the gym was when I was about 21, 22. So actually, I, oh my God, am I 29? I'm nearly 29. 29. That's uh, a good one. <laughs> <laughs> about the same amount of experience, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, but totally different, eh? So yeah, I think let's get into, you know, our biggest mistakes. I guess I'll fire, I'll fire oh, mine off. From the, so old, for me. <laughs> from the old moon dog. Um, so my biggest mistake is doing a bulk. Did you do a bulk? When did you do that? Yeah. Oh, it's the worst thing I've ever done. Um, I did a bulk, like a, a bulk. <laughs> um, not this, not the year just got, what was it? Yeah, last year. Last year? Last. I don't remember that. Last Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And do you know what? That's got to be one of the biggest mistakes I've made because in the year, that year, I'd the year before that, I'd, gained some timber um because I was I was having too many gins and uh I lost like 10 kilos yeah I fucking gained it back because I did a I got into the best shape of my life I felt awesome well at the time it's the best shape of my life yeah um I felt awesome I felt really good you know I felt really trim I had a good amount of muscle and then uh I went into a bulk and I just didn't do it very well you know because you you get uh have you ever done one I, I have I've unintentionally probably done a bulk. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but no, not specifically like trained with a coach doing a bulk, doing it specifically. Yeah. Um, what made you want to do that? Were you working with a coach when you were doing it? Or did you I, do it I was, own? yeah. He was a really great coach. And I think it's just one of them ideas that gets thrown around. You know, yeah. you see a lot of like bodybuilders doing them, don't you? And I think it's like, you're like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Like, it's, it's really great. And I think but one of the things as a female you don't think about is the fact that you've just got, you know, generally for women, slim, in shape, like toned. Yeah. And I felt quite, quite good. And then you forget that you actually have to gain body fat. Indeed. And that's not easy. Like, that was... Mentally, that's not easy at all. It's really... No. I really struggled with that actually and I was gaining and then do you know what struggled the most my relationship with food like became a bit of a pig because I was yeah. like because you get so used to eat I was eating like every two hours yeah and I, I was I started eating at like six in the morning um to get the food like to make sure I had enough time to get food in yeah. and then I remember even being on like 2000 it wasn't even crazy it was like 2700 cows but I wasn't even trying from what that would have what you've been on originally that probably would have been quite high though maybe. yeah I dieted at 1400 yeah so it was quite a big difference and the worst thing was is when my relationship with food got a little bit ugh, I actually then you know I wasn't even tracking 100% so I think I was probably eating more and it yeah. came on quick and I was like shit yeah I felt, yeah I felt I felt very strong like very but I felt yeah. very uncomfortable no, I know, I do know what you mean. I've had a similar sort of situation when I think it was when I was at dance school actually, and I my body was changing anyway. I'd always been this twiglet with no hips, no. I remember boobs. your abs. <laughs> Literally a lean bean, and then all of a sudden I got to dance school and I became a porky little pie, and uh, my body completely changed. I grew hips I grew a massive bum yeah your bum massive (laughs) to do so I started hammering it in the gym but because I was so active I wasn't I was eating so so much and I I put on not I wasn't like a big girl or anything but from what I had been previously I was bigger and being bigger at dance school was so tough it was yeah because they're tiny aren't they and I think the expectation for you when you're in dance is to be tiny isn't it it really is like that's yeah that was that was a really tough time for me actually I don't know whether we won't delve into that we can save that another one (laughs) dive down that road next week (laughs) yeah but no like just accepting my body changing was that was really tough actually I think that's the same for a lot of women isn't it your body changing as you as you go through different stages of your life that is really tough yeah and like we always we always we're going off track I love it we um that's one of the things that we talk about quite a lot isn't it because I I still go through that journey now you know like it's I think you know it would be quite hard to say that many women can fully accept yeah you know that that full body change because it changes so frequently doesn't it especially when you are in you know fitness like we are you know you're constantly training you've got us coaches we've got photo shoots and things like that constantly can't so we're actually always yeah. changing and evolving aren't we like yeah. I think I think my body's changed about four times since I've worked with you you know over the last year and it's just accepting that and just trying to see that like all the positives in it as well and just seeing it as part of your journey as well isn't it yeah and I think that's that was my point about the bulk really is that why it would be a good mention is because I think a lot of girls they look on Instagram they see the bodybuilders and the show competitors doing bulks and surpluses and cuts and actually do you know what most women need which you'll agree with maintenance a good maintenance you know like you don't need to gain 
we don't need um, to have these constant up and down fluctuations like if bodybuilding is a sport at the end of the day and that's what they need to do to compete in that sport but for a woman that just wants to live a happy life and get yeah gain muscle face exactly yeah they can sustain and yeah you don't have to you don't have to go to that extreme to gain muscle because like you know and i know like i've I've gained so much muscle this year and i've definitely not been over maintenance much um apart from the couple of kilos i've just gained but you know you can gain so much at maintenance can't you you really can as long as you're training in the right way you absolutely can yeah for sure what what would be your your biggest your first biggest mistake what's the first one on your list fitness mistake my biggest fitness mistake i've got first thing i wrote was overtraining yeah um, which i think that probably comes back to my dancing days because it was just so hammered into me that 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 i because i didn't have any knowledge on nutrition or anything back then yeah um i thought that that's what i needed to do to achieve what i wanted to aesthetically so i would be dancing all day every day and then I would make sure I would get up at 5am go and do an hour and a half in the gym in the morning and then if I got a break I'd go and stand on the treadmill or do a hit in the middle of the day and it's just like my poor body yeah but I was doing that six probably seven days a week to be honest with you like it was it was excessive and ridiculous but it was so hard to pull away from that um and you know you, you learn from it don't you? you learn from all these mistakes but that was that was a big thing that probably hindered hindered me in so many ways yeah and your one of the things as well is like your recovery from your exercise would have been so poor yeah you know that would you have even been benefiting from the sessions that you're doing like I think if maybe if you think about how much effort you're putting into them then especially if it was weight any weightlifting compared to the strength and the ability that you can put into it now when you're actually fully recovered 100% you know it's just about training smart isn't it and I just remember sh- turning up to my sessions in the mornings just feeling absolutely exhausted yeah um, and now I'll, I'll train maybe five days a week but I, you know I won't be dancing all day every day I'll go and do my hour and a half session and that it will be a bloody good session it's so much less but I'm getting so much more out of it now yeah, and I think that's that's what women get caught up in society, isn't it? That you need to... It's like... They're like old fucking shit myths, aren't they? Of things, you know, it's like the carb crap and the thing with the cardio. And I think it's it's stuck in like a day and an age of like 20 years ago yeah. is that like everybody thinks like... I know when I whenever I speak to the sort of women in like the 50s range, like it's all the same belief system of yeah. like, you know, you have to do loads and loads of cardio because that's the only way to... to you know deplete body fat Um, it's hammered into you isn't it it's so hard to like pull away from those old habits and mindsets isn't it yeah absolutely and I do you know I remember when I I was going to CrossFit I was also weight training at the same time and I was in a bit of a loop same as you in that I needed to train I remember I remember saying to a coach that I I just got at the time is that how many times train a week I was like about 13 yeah i would go and do it and across it was savage like savage i was a lot on your body that isn't it like oh yeah and i was saying to you i was absolutely shredded like and And at the time i was like i was like what are you lot on about and now if i look back at picture i'm like fucking stick thin Mm. and i I had so many muscles like just popping out everywhere because i had no meat to me so i was just yeah i was like a walking muscle but i remember i'd go to a crossfit session in the morning and then I'd go to the gym in the evening and I would I would be like 
like you, I was going fucking in, like yeah. in. <laughs> I'd, I'd be doing like long runs and then hit at CrossFit, you know, like intense strength training. And then I'd go and do like mad heavy deadlifts at the gym. Crazy in there. I'm all little peanuts. bodies. <laughs> yeah, eat absolute peanuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yeah, like, like, so like unspecific, like it used to be. Like, I used to go into the gym with zero plan as well. Like, I would like I would do that whole thing where I would go and I'd be like, right, okay, what am I doing today? Okay, I'll do a hit because I know that I can do that. And exactly, that is gen- genuinely what I would have been thinking at the time as well, which is really sad. But yeah. that's why I've been like, okay, it's it's quick, it's gonna burn those calories, and then I'll get on the treadmill, and then I'll do some sprints and. I'd get stuck in that headspace of thinking of doing that all the time uh, because I just didn't have a plan. I didn't have structure and I was just, I was so lost with my training when I look back at it. It's, it's so funny, isn't it? In yeah, it's back. scary. And I think that's why I thought like, this is a good podcast because hopefully it sort of shows women as well that we've been there. And do, do you know what? It rings this bell for me. I used to do this thing, God, thousand calorie Thursdays. I used to call oh it. My every Thursday morning before I started work, I'd be like, I need to burn a thousand calories. Bear in mind, right, at this point, I was about 52 kilos. So to burn a thousand calories is like, you know, we, you know, the heavier you are generally, the more caloric burn you get when you exercise. So, you know, if you were sort of more like 90 to 100 kilos, your caloric burn would be quite high, wouldn't it? So you're, yeah, I, I was like absolute problem. So I used to go to this class called strength con which is like a crossfit style class which is absolutely savage but before that i would go and do sprints and i would train full leg session so i've been right. in the gym for like three hours i'd get there like at the crack of dawn at 5 30 and then i would go to work and i remember sitting at work like i used to eat after you have like two chicken sausage sandwiches i remember when i worked at rift but i used to feel absolutely exhausted but I was like, absolutely was shredded yeah it was just crazy but at the time I thought it was great but like a bean pole it's crazy oh thousand calories Thursdays a lot to start your day isn't it blimey yeah. girl fucking mad but that's what I mean like you don't I was uneducated same as you I didn't I didn't understand I was like yeah, the more I can do the better yeah a hundred percent I remember like if I ever had any sort of social event or you know anything on my weekends I literally wouldn't allow myself to go out unless I'd done like a half an hour hit and it's like it wasn't even like you kind of do hit for half an hour it would have just been battering myself for half an hour because I was just so in my mindset that that's what I needed to do in order to go and be able to have a nice time how sad is that yeah it's really sad like that's why I think it's so important to share that because that's actually how so many people live as well, wasn't it? And luckily, yeah. we both moved from we both moved from it. I think it'd probably be the more case of I can't be bothered to do that much cardio. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, my eyes, <laughs> my last goes like twenty minutes cardio per session. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Um, <laughs> all of our clients are listening to us thinking, "You make me do that, you bitch." Um, <laughs> so my next one would be. A big fat failure that I think a lot of people do is I did no fucking mobility and then I damaged both my patellas and my knees. So then I couldn't oh, do any exercise. A common one. It's such a common one. So common. Like I remember I this is in my bulk. Yeah, yeah. This, this is in my bulk for sure. I was doing um I was doing five weight sessions a week, but I was doing three lower and they were hugely high volume, like massively. And then we went into a lockdown. So I remember training at home 
and like even some days pushing it to like four week four days a week on the glutes and by this point they were fucking enormous and I was still running um a 10k and two 5ks as well and I was doing no warm-up no stretching nothing oh, and I was just, yeah and my quads were like enormous like huge yeah they, they've so actually tight. Very much pressure on your knees, aren't they? Yeah, and I, I remember there were they're three... When I lost the weight, there were three and a half inches smaller per one because the biggest... The mistake that I made was I thought that I was too good for injury. I was like, I won't get injured. Like, I've always trained. I train like a beast. I can handle it. And then the day that... Do you know, I remember doing a, a reverse lunge with my leg caving in the front room and I fell on the floor. And then the next day I was like, but I need to send this 10K. And I did it. And I remember on a kilometre eight, I remember looking at my ex and saying, I was like, something's not right here. And then all of a sudden, I just remember falling over and I was in agony. And then I just, oh. I had pins and needles down both of my legs from my toes right up to my hips. And I literally could not walk for days. Oh, I was, just, why? I was like, you I, idiot. I do think that's the case for a lot of people that everyone knows that that's what we've got to do we've got to do a warm-up we've got to stretch you've got to do mobility but no one does it until nobody does it oh please do Don't it like, please I literally, do you know what and I literally learned from my mistake now because I was have I had to pay for three sports massages a week for six months and it was fucking expensive and I still pay um, for one to two now and I still get like 90 minutes on my legs because they're still tight but yeah. I've only just been able to start running 11 months later. And, you know, I've only just got my squat back to 65 and I was pushing 70 easily. So that's yeah. taken me a whole year of like rehab and shit. So I think that's got to be... Until you something happens. What's that? Yeah, you think you do? 100%. Yeah, you do. And have, like, have you ever had that? Have you ever had any injuries? Although from dance, you're quite flexible, aren't you? To be honest with you, because of my background, it's literally being drilled into me to stretch up every single session. It's something that I always do because it's literally ingrained in me. But um, I, I mean, I've had so many injuries. I think the thing that I probably struggle with is the regressing my uh, workouts back when I've been injured. Yeah. Uh, I, quite bad at doing that at slowing myself down like I hate that you know for example I ripped my hamstring and having to kind of rebuild that strength back up I was so stubborn about it. I was like no I just kind of carry on um and just you know it will get better if I just keep pushing it but you know you do have to it, it's learning a, when to step yeah. back from it that's a follow-on mistake isn't it like I remember after my I done my knees in and I was like I need to train and then I was like I'll just give it three weeks and I had to give it six weeks and I was getting so impatient but I was like do you know what the one thing that I need to do right now is to leave it alone and I remember getting yeah. so frustrated because it is it, it's mentally challenging isn't it when you get an injury like hugely I remember just being when devastated yeah especially when it's such a big part of your life it's really really hard to then have to change your routine isn't it yeah but do you know what the best things came out of it for me is actually just learning like one to be fucking patient because I had to do a whole like a six to eight months of rehab, which is diabolical. And so I remember I, at one point she was like, you used to do two hours of stretching a day. And I was like, no, I was like, I can't. I was like, I hate it. But I did it. I was like, I literally, I was just sitting in the front room like, I hate this, I hate this. <laughs> like a spoiled little brat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely learned, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Definitely learned patience. Definitely learned that I need to apply myself to mobility. Um, and I just totally forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. 
but yeah I think that's it isn't it it's just making sure that you're training smart and supporting your the training oh you are. yeah hold, holding back for sure yeah like because you get you get so impatient don't you if like you're like oh, I just want to I want to get to it but like we say to the girls like if you don't recover first you're just gonna injure it more and I actually it's probably one of the best things that happened really because I love my upper body now and I had to train upper body five days I did a five day upper split because I just wanted to yeah. train and it was the best thing I did because now I love my upper body I'm like I'm so strong <laughs> which never would have happened if I didn't bust my knees so maybe it's a good thing <laughs> there you go silver linings and all that isn't it what was your what's your second one um I think a, a big thing that I I was so stubborn I thought I knew everything and yeah. I was so scared to reach out and ask for help yeah. that was a big thing for me in a, a in a couple one. of different ways yeah I think the first thing was um mainly with nutrition that was a big thing for me L- like actually reaching out for help as to how to kind of get out of this very negative place that I was in with my nutrition um but also like not being afraid to ask for help and learn how to train correctly and you know I think I'd spent this my whole life you know being told that I'm doing things wrong in dancing and I wanted to go into the gym and just be able to nail it straight away but you know actually you know spending time investing in myself and learning how to do things in the right way yeah uh, that was a big thing for me just accepting that it's absolutely okay to learn and get things wrong and that's part of it Oh my God, massively. And I think that that relates back to, you know, women that I really interesting. Right? I did a poll on my story the other day and I asked how many times people had dieted and I had mm. like 250 women, like it was over that, but it was vote on plus four times. Shit. And that's, but that's that ring of the bell, isn't it? It's because you know it all and you know how to diet, but you have no fucking clue how to diet. That's why you've done it four times. And, you know, yeah. we know probably those four times have probably been failed four times, you know. I know that I've di- I have I have dieted a couple of times, but, you know, it's, you know, I've, I've put the time into understanding that and I've finished the diets in different ways. Yeah. But I know for general general pop, like, of women, it's normally, you know, we speak to a lot of women on a daily basis. It's failed diets, isn't it? And that is that refusal to accept that it doesn't have to be that savage to it get doesn't. the result. Do you not think... Yeah, I think it's, I did a post about that today, maybe. Yeah, just accepting that, um, you know, sometimes you get stuck in this headspace and, you know, you're in a place where you feel so unhappy and you can't bear to be there a moment longer. So you you go back to that savage kind of way of doing things that you know full well in your head does not work because you've done it 10 times before and you fall back into that circle every time. But having, like, it's a really it takes a really strong mind I think to be able to pull away and try something different yeah it's it's definitely hard because I think it's that it's that extremities isn't it but it's it's the the, the, so I did a post the other day too and I I did I said about the you know diet your extreme dieting is what's causing you to gain weight because like if you can't sustain something for more than two weeks like I know that I'm on 1400 calories and I'm like if I went lower than that like for me, for my body weight, it's reasonable. If I went to like 1,200, 1,100, I know that I wouldn't be able to sustain it for more than two weeks. So then it wouldn't be worthwhile because after those two weeks, I'd be so hungry that I'd be like, give me everything. And if you get that desire to do that, then you know it is too far. But like, you know, I've fallen into, I've been in the trap of it before. You've been in the trap of it before. And it's something that, 
you have to go to to learn but it, it takes a lot to step out of that comfort zone and accept that what you're doing right now is not working you know if you've had to do it if you've had to keep trying and trying and you keep saying oh, i'll keep me to get back on the wagon and i just need to i just need to cut everything out i just need to do all the exercise I just need to track at that low calorie i think if you're having to put your whole life on hold to do a diet Mm. then that's that's just it's not worth it it's 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 not fun it's not enjoyable it's going to become monotonous and it's come it's tedious isn't it so if you if you're doing something that involves you having to stop things that you really enjoy doing like like, eating bread and chocolate yeah yeah. life's simple pleasures (laughs) the joys of life put the terry's chocolate orange in your breakfast i'll tell you now exactly (laughs) but people just want quick fixes they want they want that they want it now we live in that day and age where everything you can get a click of a button yeah when we were in dubai right like you can order whatever you want on your phone like any food any takeaway at any time any point and Mm -hmm. someone will bring it to you like you can even in dubai you can get someone to kind of fill your car up with fuel which is crazy you can get someone to come pick your car up if you're drunk if you've gone out and got drunk and you've got your car, you can pay someone to come pick you all up and take you home in your car. With you, that is amazing. Yeah, and I'm like, what is the world coming to? You know, but it's right. Like, so you can have all of these things, but like, the, I always think like the things that are most valuable in life are the things that are fucking hard. The things yeah. that are hard, like the it's things like that. Really you, know, you know, weight loss, getting muscle, building a business. You know, understanding yeah. why. You know, building a good relationship with food you know anything takes effort and consistency like any sort of success in that way but they're they're the most rewarding things aren't they is when you actually break through and I think we see in a lot of our girls that when they actually start to break through that they're like oh fucking hell actually this is not as bad as it seems and they're like oh I can lose weight I can go for dinner I can drink Prosecco I can eat chocolate (laughs) like Christmas people like Like, I need my advent calendar I'm like yes (laughs) (laughs) Please, Please do. Yeah. If not us, send, send it my way. way. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Here's my postal <laughs> address. Um, right. Anyway, what was my next biggest fitness mistakes? Oh, so I've got two here. Um, do you know what? I'm going to go for this one because I think the other one's just personal regret, um, which is not pursuing, <laughs> not pursuing CrossFit. Um, the last mistake I would say is dieting through breakups. That oh, is. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's bloody tough. You don't want to cry. She's gone through breakup. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, <laughs> too fucking many. Um, yeah, I have dieted through <laughs> twelve breakups. No joking, two. I, I've dieted through two breakups, <laughs> thinking that I was the. I was. I was like right. You know, I think I'd start, I was on a diet and it seems to be a trend that then we, we'd sort of ended. And I was like, no, I've got this and I carry on. And I can speak just probably from my my last experience of it as well is that, you know, before I trained Havana Shoot, that was actually quite recently. And yeah. what what happens is that you break up with someone, you're like, yeah, fucking empowered. I'm a boss bitch. I've got this. Like the emotions haven't sunk in yet. And so I feel like it doesn't matter who you are, as long as you've got a heart, it fucking hurts whether it's you that's ended it or they've ended it um and then I think you know you don't realize those emotions are going to sink in yet and I remember I was like yeah I'm going to pursue this diet I'm going to absolutely have it and then as the weeks progressed obviously the emotions came and I was like 
I feel quite fragile now. And then you start, you know, you have to deal with a fucking breakup. It's like grieving, isn't it? Because you've lost a, yeah. a best friend. And um, yeah, that was, that's been some of the biggest mistakes I've made because then I've, you know, it's then ended up sort of like slurring, slurring my relationship with food because you're emotional. And when we're emotional, we want to eat, don't we? So it's all a bit of a cross, cross wire. And I, I say that because I, I've coached obviously a, a lot of women now and I know as soon as someone goes in a breakup now I'm like let's get you out of the diet because I can see that that replicates and it's not just me it's it replicates in, with the girls that we coach as well emotions are so high it's so hard to be fully present in everything you're doing and that's exactly it yeah you don't make kind of choices that are going to benefit you in the best way I think when you, you like you said you need to deal with it and you need to put your emotions first otherwise it's only gonna come out some other point <laughs> when you don't need it to yeah like you do you know what it was just and I, I remember the first time it happened when I, I broke up with an ex and yeah I was I was dieting for it and then it, it just became so hard and my again my relationship food started to tumble and mm. it's like it's okay if you can recognize that but because the knowledge that we have but a lot of people you don't you probably don't if you're not experienced with dieting you probably don't have the knowledge to recognize if you started to have, you know, a bit of a funny relationship with some of the food that you're having and you might not be able to pull yourself out of it. And I just think like my one bit of advice to girls is that, you know, if you are dieting, I know that obviously it's, you know, when when you break up with someone, you want to feel your best. You're like, yeah, I need to look sexy. Um, It's not the best time to diet. Like there is, there's, it's not always a time and place to diet, is it? We both know. Yeah, hundred percent. You don't need to put that additional pressure on yourself at that point. Have you ever done a diet when and then realized that it was the wrong time and it, it wasn't going to oh, work for you? A hundred percent, hundred percent. So when I was, uh, it would have been last two years ago, I was still auditioning and I would put this immense amount of pressure on myself to diet for all my auditions. But it was just like, there was so many other things going on in my life and it was ridiculous. It was so stop start all the time. And I just wasn't fully applying myself to it because it was such like a short term thing. Like it just wasn't the right time to do that. I wasn't wanting it for the right things. I wasn't wanting it for myself. I was wanting it to achieve, like to get a job or whatever. It was just the wrong time. Whereas then when I finished with my agent, everything finished dancing. And that was when I actually started with you. Yeah. That was where that was when I knew it was the right time because I wasn't doing it for anyone else. I was literally doing it for myself, and there was no kind of expectation to reach a certain goal to be a certain way. It was literally just right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best, and I'm gonna do this in a way that feels great and that makes me feel good. And I've got this amazing support around me. And it was just by doing it that way and taking that pressure off myself to kind of be there by a set date and it just made it so much better yeah you do because that's the thing is like so many women come into a diet and you just put these like umpteen amounts of pressure on yourself and I've done like with our last photo shoot I was doing I was like no it's, it's like trainer Anna shoot I am Anna like yeah. I need to be in the best and I, but I was going through this breakup at the same time and I was like oh my god and I remember speaking to you about it and you were like oh fucking hell just like you know but you you know that that's what's so good about you know having a coach or having somebody to talk to and communicate about it because you know you were recognizing things in me that I couldn't see at that time you get yeah. diet brain don't you yeah. and um yeah you get you because you get you know you get into it you start feeling good you're regimented you're in routine you're disciplined and that's addictive that feeling isn't it that's like yeah. how I live my life <laughs> but it's like you do and you need somebody else to actually start, stand on the side sometimes and say 
look, do you know what? I don't think dieting's for you right now. I know when we're speaking to you and you said it as well, and I was like, all right, okay, maybe, maybe not then. And as soon as like my calories, we were, I was like, you were right. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, bloody hell, that's better. I only added in 150 a day, but my yeah. God, did it make a difference? Like it just pulled pulled me out a little bit, and I was like, and that bit of pressure off yourself. Yeah, now I look back, I think, what the fuck were you doing, you nana? Like, just... <laughs> chill. That's why I felt so good at that shoot, to be honest, because I didn't put for once in my life when I had And you stopped at a point, didn't you? Because I remember you saying, you're like, yeah. oh, should I do more? And I, I, yeah. I remember I speaking to you as well, and I was like, do you, like, it was after the shoot, wasn't it, actually? You were like, oh, I'm going to diet again. And I said to you, I was like, what for? And you were like... Challenge me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because you were, you were just, you were just, you were in the diet cycle because yeah. you got in it as well. You were so regimented. Yeah, I was like, I was like I'm feeling, really I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling like great. Yeah. Why and did I, was I like, this? Yeah. And I was like, so what? I was like, what do you want from this? Like, why do you want to take that further? And you were like, actually, yeah, no, I don't. It was just, <laughs> it's the diet brain, it's to- a toxic little brain, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> that, that, I was really grateful that you did that, actually, that you challenged me on that. Uh, I told Ben about it, my fiance, and he was like, yeah that's awesome that she did that because a lot of people wouldn't have done that they would have just thought that that's what you wanted and pushed you to do that but yeah but I, you, you sense the that's why it's so good to have accountability whoever it is yeah. if you don't have a coach have a friend that does it because you know we we are those people that do it to each other now aren't we like yeah. you you helped me at the end of mine you're like look I don't think this is a good thing for you right now like come out of it stick at maintenance we've only got a couple of weeks and then for you like I just thought you know, I could see yourself pulling yourself and forcing yourself a little bit. And I thought, like, you know, you look fantastic. And you you were saying that you felt great. So it was like, yeah. actually, and I was the same at my diet. I was like, this is the smallest, you know, I've been in ages. I felt ripped. Like, I, I was yeah. tiny. Like, I looked great. Yeah. You looked just, fucking sick. Oh, I felt, I felt sexy. I'm not going to lie. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, you really did. <laughs> I love it. Well, I think that, I think we've, we've put out some good fitness mistakes there, to be fair. Yeah. We should... Yeah. Many mistakes. <laughs> but no, I really enjoyed that. And I hope that you guys got some value from our mistakes and hopefully you can learn from them. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, V. Oh, thank you for having me, my girl. <laughs> no worries at all. Well, thank you so much, guys. And we will be back soon. Me and Victoria are gonna come on soon actually and talk about a bit more in depth about our diets as well. I think and actually know go into detail about you know how they have affected us in the past and i think the mistakes that we've learned from them and how that makes us diet now so i think we we diet at such a higher level now don't we compared to mm-hmm. the first one so yeah thank yeah. you so much guys and we will speak to you soon Bye. Bye. Bye.